Did you get high before you came so you can have a more vibing conversation? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do. <did>. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like he's, uh, <laughs> we 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 start playing our our like back our voices and he's like, bro, <laughs> I sound different. Like, I don't know. I thought it was me for a second. I was like, I don't sound so bad, but it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> no, bro, sure. like like I said, a lot of people don't like the sound of their voice. Yeah, but that's fine. We're just it doesn't matter. You won't. I mean, you're probably gonna listen to it later, but it's not like I'll just deal with it. Yeah, just deal with it. <laughs> Well, guys, welcome back to the This Life podcast. I want to introduce everybody to our special guest, Alejandro Partida, right? Yeah, Partida, Partida Tristan. It's crazy because it, it sounds like we only bring on people that we've known in high school. Because <laughs> every, every episode we start off with, yeah, we've known this person since high school or whatever. But I mean, the people that we w- went to high school with are interesting people. Well... In all reality, everybody's interesting. They just need a place to talk about their story. And, well, now I'm giving this little... What is it? So he was a... You were a freshman when I was a sophomore? Yeah. Yeah. This this little guy, this little boy to me. We're going to give him an opportunity to talk with us and you guys about anything and everything. But... Hopefully you guys enjoy it. My co-host is a little sick, so my bad. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so we'll see if he he talks a little bit, but if not, I'll do the majority of the talking like always. I got you. Don't nice. Worry. You're welcome. Like the usual. <laughs> I have a question for you, and uh, because I don't really don't see you, I don't ask you. But was UCCS your first choice? Uh yeah, my dad works there. He's a history professor. Okay. So, oh, sure. I was just know that? Like, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was like, it's close to home mm-hmm. and it's kind of cheap, like compared to like other colleges. Oh, yeah. And um, my dad works there too, so okay. he was able to give me like a little uh, a little push. But did you look at anything besides that? Any other colleges? Not really. No, we're just <laughs> kind of UCCS from the start. Really? Okay. Always? Yeah. Did you apply to any other ones? No. <laughs> no, man. did you feel like you you couldn't get into any other ones because you were like an ap weren't you yeah i mean um my sister did uh uccs too she went there too oh okay and um i've kind of been following her footsteps mm. so she went to palmer and then i went to palmer okay and then she went to uccs and so it's just kind of like man yeah, it's like the next step on, man bro. i guess what are you doing what are you doing you're do you, like is that something you wanted or? Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna like complain about it. Okay. You know. So um, you you didn't want to be like, oh, I'm not gonna say like the black sheep or the outsider, but you didn't want to be like different. Well, what do you mean like different for like going to another school? Yeah. yeah. Well, I like Palmer. Yeah, obviously, right. My my brother went to the same school as I did. Oh, yeah. I see but like mean. different university, trying a different thing. Moving out, because did she live with you guys? Well, no, she moved out. Oh, she moved out while she yeah. when she hit college. Oh, okay, but still, like you didn't want to try. Okay, just because my sister went there doesn't mean I want to. No, I mean, well, for Palmer, uh, I went to North and I was doing the IB there. Okay, and so I was like, um, I want to do the program at Palmer for IB. Okay, and um, 
didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the first year, I was just kind of done. But um, I also saw her at UCCS. And I saw her, her experience wasn't bad. You know, she had good professors. She was, like, pretty happy with her classes. Okay. And I was just like, screw it. <laughs> so, like, do you feel like you could have done better or accomplished more if you didn't, like, fall into that, oh, I need to follow my sister's footsteps? Um, it was kind of, like, more of, like, a rivalry between mm. us. But doing the same thing? Like, well, you go to UCCS, I'm going to go to UCCS, better. but I'm going to do better. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. I mean, like, she did IB, and then I ended up doing AP. Oh, so then okay. we would have, like, the classic, like, which one's better debates. Okay. Uh, okay. And then um, at UCCS, you know, now I'm trying to do better than her. So, yeah, I guess it basically is, like, I'm yeah. doing what, what you did, but what I'm trying to, do it, trying to do it better. Yeah. Damn. What's your major? Uh, psychology and philosophy. Is her this? Is hers the ages? same, dude? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> 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 no, 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 like, it's because we really, we really do think the same. Like, oh. me and her will like sit down and have like philosophical discussions about like the Matrix and shit, gotcha. and like aliens okay. and conspiracy theories, and just kind of like, like, um, exploring like, like our. Our minds, I guess. Yeah. Kind of I mean, yeah, I get it in that point, right? But personally, like, I I would hate... Like, if I was in your position, I'd be like, yo, what the... F-? I'd change my major yeah. instantly. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd... Uh, yeah, I get it, the going to the Palmer thing. But I'd try going to a different school and then doing a different major and stuff like that. But if it's that's how you have been going, like, your whole life and you you're okay with that, I mean... I see, I see where you're coming from, honestly, right? I can, like, you can do what she can do, but better. Yeah. yeah it's like a sibling rivalry. I mean, like, going into college, I still wasn't sure on what my major was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I did AP Chemistry, and I liked that, but it wasn't anything that I was like, oh, this is, like, I want to pursue like this further, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, just nothing really, like, stuck out to me, and I started thinking of, like, it wasn't... I guess it was kind of her, but I like to think it wasn't so much of her that played into that role, like that decision. Uh But yeah, it's just like, I just like that kind of stuff. You just like that, yeah. yeah. It was just a curse that she had to be doing the same thing. Okay, if we did get the the opportunity to play in that school in Kansas that we went to, would you have, would you have gone there? And that would have completely, like, t- taking you on a different path, a different t- uh, trajectory. Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just because that's a whole different life. A, a different opportunity. Like, if the opportunity arose. Yeah, I mean, like, then I'd be living away from home. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now I have to, like, because I've never been, like, the new kid out of school. Okay, like, yeah, Like, in yeah. that kind of sense. Yeah, that's true. A new city, new everything, honestly. Yeah, like, not knowing, like, absolutely anybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hard, though. But... Like, yeah, that ex- college exposure wasn't, like, the best or anything. And it was just something that, like, all of us had the opportunity to do, but certain stuff happened. But honestly, like like I said, where you're coming from, I get it. But personally, I feel like that would be just, I'd be holding myself back just because I'm competing with my sibling. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, you don't you don't see that with Eddie at all. Like, you guys aren't interested in the same thing. Dude, no. Me and Eddie are like completely different. Like, he doesn't yeah. know if he wants to do just this college thing, and he was always like soccer passionate, and I was, but then I was like, nah, right? And then he, I mean, we both are like very work bound. We both are hard out like working and stuff like that. But, like, the sibling rivalry hasn't really been too big, especially lately. But, yeah, no, like, he doesn't want to follow in my footsteps whatsoever, even look in my direction. He doesn't like anything I do. <laughs> he just doesn't like him in general. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. I play video games, he doesn't, right? I'm into, like, certain things that he's not. But, like, there's a couple things that, yeah, we like together and we do together. But, like, anything, like, me sitting down and having like a philosophy like a real connection and talking with my sibling on like a higher intellectual level no i talk to him about like a lot of other stuff yeah huh. but i just find myself me talking to him and him just listening <laughs> so, so you guys are kind of like the opposite of me yeah pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much we're the opposite and i mean i feel like that's you with all your siblings isn't it you what do you mean like you are <laughs> The black sheep? No, not the black sheep. So, like, you're the middle child. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. And that's what's tough. One, being the middle child already, right? Filling the footsteps of the older brother ahead of you, but then creating good, firm, solid ground for the your younger siblings. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, because I'm the middle child, I kind of find it, like, it's sort of different for me um, because... You know, I do my own shit just for myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, I also, like, I also have a rivalry, like Alejandro said, with um, all of my other siblings okay. in, like, being better than them, in a sense. Gotcha. And each one in, like, a different aspect? Yeah, but, like, the younger ones, like, my younger brother and sister, they try to be better than me, um, like, in school, for instance, like, in high school. Okay. Eh, we. Eh. So, it kind of, like, it kind of, like, like, I try to be better than my older brother. Mm -hmm. My younger sister tries to be better than me and so forth. Okay. Well, I mean, sibling rivalry is something that is always going to be there and always something that should push people to do better, to be better and stuff like that. Like, without without healthy sibling rivalry, I feel like, gr like growing up as an only child, you kind of just fall into that pit of nothingness and just... Yeah. Not, I mean, not like nothingness, <laughs> but you're like... Oh shit! What it's kind of boring. Yeah, like what do I do with my life and all this stuff? But I mean, that's—is it just you and your sister? No, I have a uh, my older sister, and then I have one other sister besides that. That's older than me, so it's like two older sisters. Two older sisters. Two older sisters. Yeah. Okay, but right now you're just competing with like the one closest to you in age. The oldest one. Oh, you're yeah, with the, the oldest one, one. The middle one, I don't like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the middle one, I don't talk to. <laughs> and the middle one's one that's closer to you in age. Uh, no. Uh, my older sister is five years apart from me, okay. and then the middle one is four years. So they're closer to each other. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. But the oldest sister is the one that you compete with the most. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's weird. I thought you would compete, like, with the one youngest to you, because, like, my, both my parents have come from, like, big families, and I, my dad was the youngest of his family, so he didn't really... Who he competed with was the second youngest, which is one of my aunts, right? And he didn't really compete with, like, my uncles because they're already in their, like, 
or 20s, 30s, and he was still, like, super young. How is he going to compete with a grown-ass adult? Yeah. And then with my mom, she's, like, she's the middle child, so she competed with, like, the two closest to her in age. Obviously, she didn't compete with the oldest because he was already doing his own thing and stuff. And then with the youngest, it was, like, uh, he's going to, his life is going to suck or whatever, right? But... I always thought it was, like, the closer in age. I would have known I only had one brother. Well, my half-brother, but he's doing his own thing. So how many siblings did your dad have? So my si- Okay, so my grandmother had 18 pregnancies. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 18 pregnancies, 16 lived, and 14 are still living. And then my mom's mom, my grandma, had... Um, she had, I think... 15 pregnancies and 13 are still live oh no wait 13 pregnancies and then 11 are still living yeah my mom has uh 14 other siblings yeah you see and she was like the 14th i think second to last the youngest yeah that's and imagine families like that right who would you compete with there's obviously there's so many people (laughs) there's obviously so many different mindsets so much different other like stuff that they're doing right like those those shows that's like uh, um a shitload of kids or whatever and each kid has their own personality um just think about it like that right if you're the odd one or whatever then you'll be the odd one if you're the one competing with the other one all right cool but i feel like in a sense everybody's competing with each other to kind of be the better sibling but it's funny when like you think about it in real life compared to like in movies. Like, have you guys seen uh, the Step Brothers? No. Yeah. Uh, you need to watch that movie, dude. It's so funny. So, like in the movie, the younger brother is more successful than the older brother. And is is that like, is that common, or do you guys see that the opposite? Is it your older oldest? And like, if you have two kids, is the older one usually the more successful one, or the younger one usually the more successful one? from what I've seen it's more like the younger ones the more successful yeah or like the middle I think statistically I think statistically I think the younger one does become the more like successful free spirited or whatever Mm -hmm. and then the older one is like the rule follower or whatever because obviously the older one grew up with rules and stuff like that Uh and then the younger one like we all know that like the younger sibling doesn't get the same punishment as the older one. Oh yeah, that's for stuff fact. like that. Wait, so you're you're the middle child, or how I mean, many siblings do you have? Yeah, in total? I'm five. five. Well, oh, okay, including me is five. Yeah. So yeah. you're like number I'm three. Bit, yeah. So like, it's my older sister, my older brother, me, younger sister, younger brother. Yeah. Nice. Cause you're you're like top of the line, and then he's like halfway, and then yeah, I'm the youngest, and you're so. the youngest. So this is three different perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And I, we're both in, all in the same boat, hating life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like as, as the oldest, I find myself creating, like I have to create these like shoes to fill for my younger brother, right? As the middle child. I see it as more like, uh, like I can follow in the footsteps of my older brother. Uh-huh. But, like, I also have to do that for my younger brothers as well. Okay. My brothers and sisters. So, it's, like, more the same. Gotcha. Okay. And then for the youngest. I'm kind of spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the rules were, like, really 
like loose loose when it me. got to you yeah like uh my sister's always like uh, she had a boyfriend in high school uh-huh. and uh, i think it was like her sophomore year or something she was on the phone with him it was like past 10 uh-huh. and then um my mom came she was like outside talking to her boyfriend yeah. and my mom comes outside and she's like it's too late for that and like snatches the phone from her. <laughs> yeah so Jeez. like dating and like when she could go out and rules like that were like uh-huh. so tough when she was in high school yeah but then somehow when it got to me man, i mean like, like they were like i could go out whenever but it definitely wasn't it wasn't the oh, same. She had it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of between the both of you because I'm kind of I was kind of like like you like spoiled, but like you I also had to like make rules to make rules yeah and like enforce those rules on your siblings exactly yeah I get what you mean. It's hard, man. It's hard being the oldest around here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like like certain intensity on you or, or pressure? Uh, I feel I I for sure feel like that pressure right because like I'm obviously being. The middle being the youngest, there's always pressure, but the, it comes in different, like, different forms, right? With me, it's kind of like, all right, I have to create, I have to be the first to finish high school, finish college, get a career, family, like, succeed, right? <laughs> I, I have to be the first and do it right, so that way the sibling, the younger one, can follow in those footsteps, or they have, like, someone to compare them to be like, oh, your brother did this da, 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 right so that's that's the pressure i have i see it with like with middle kids it's the pressure of like even even pressure between both be like oh if your older sibling did this why can't you do that and make sure you do it right and don't fuck up like your older sibling so that way your younger sibling didn't do the same thing yeah there's a lot of pressure there yeah, so like there's it's like on both ends right but they're not pressuring you to be the first which eases the pressure on that, but you need to be, if he did it, learn from his mistakes and do it better. Yeah. Right. And then with the youngest sibling, it's learn from their mistakes, do better than them. But if they can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like hard. You're not the first, but you have to do it the best, which is tough being like the youngest. Cause they're going to compare. I mean, you're always going to be compared, right? There people are always going to compare you whether it's in school, it's at work, it's in family, whatever, right? Especially in, like, our Hispanic type of culture. Be- being compared is, like, one thing that our families love to do, comparing yeah. people to other people. But, yeah, no, like, I, I, I every, every, like, middle, uh, middle child, young child, old child, like, they all have their, their kind of, stresses to worry about and stuff like that so i mean i feel you not on the same extent but i feel you on the same vibe like yeah there's there's stress there's stress there for sure but like do you feel like these stresses these like certain things are holding you back or are you holding yourself back or is that like i'm just trying to say i feel like you could have done a lot like you could do a lot more bro yeah um, I think people definitely hold themselves back. Yeah. For sure. Like, give me an example of someone you thought can do a lot better, but just settled for being comfortable, I guess. And yeah, you can put them out on the spot. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I could, I'm just going to say myself. Okay. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? Explain, elaborate. I mean, like, I've been struggling with college, Uh huh. you know? Um, as we all are <laughs> yeah 
Um, but I find that it's things that um, I should have more control over. Or, okay. or that, or like procrastinating, things like mm, that. Okay. Um, so lately I've been trying to get more into like self-discipline. Okay. Um, but it's hard, man. Dude, I <laughs> get hard. you. It's super, like, I, I get what you mean, right? Like it's, cause this is what, your second year? Yeah. Yeah. This is your second year of college, right? The first year kind of smooth sailing, right? And then it's starting to get rougher and then, and the fact that you're dreading the future kind of takes away the motivation of right now, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm going to have to take this and this next semester, but I don't want to. And then, yeah. And that self-discipline thing is like super hard. I get what you mean for sure. And especially if you, you've lived in like a life of so much comfort, comfort, it's hard to like go above that comfort area. And try to be a little bit better. But no, yeah, I get what you mean, dude. I get what you mean. For yeah, sure. first year was kind of hard for me because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I didn't yeah, have at all sucked. like a good like intro to college life. Uh-huh. It was just like online. Yeah. You, you don't like, even oh, see like any go. other students or... I had one professor. I didn't even like know what he looked like. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He was just like... He would just send out announcements on Canvas, like lectures. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. Like that, I never had like a conversation with him or anything. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's what sucks about just, well, I'm not going to say your generation, but your year, right? Your year was kind of that start of that COVID online learning. And even the kids that started this year, like I'm in um, my, in my philosophy class, it's just a whole bunch of freshmen. This is their first semester of college. And, um, and my professor today, who's talking about finals and I pull up the final schedule. I'm looking at it. Like, I, I can read it. I can understand it. And then he, like, he asks, okay, how many of you are freshmen? And this is, like, your first year. And, like, everybody raised their hand but me. And I was like, fuck, man. So, like, the girl next to me, she's like, wait, is that the final schedule? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, can I take a picture of it? And I was like, yeah. But then <clears throat> I was like, can you read it? She's like, no. Like, what? Um, what about the Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes or the Tuesday, Thursday, Friday classes? And I'm like, well, you go here, you check what classes there are, what time it is. And then you go to the top, what day it, it, the your final lands on. And then on the left hand side, it's the time it lands on. So even if you have class on Wednesday at 140, your final can be Monday at 1040. Right. So it changes. And I was like. Damn, these kids, like, their first semester of college, luckily it was in person, but, like, masks and stuff like that. And I can't even imagine your f- first semester, dude. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Dude, that, I must have sucked. And, yeah, your your last year, too? Because, yeah, my school. Yeah, yeah senior. our graduating class was the last actual graduating class I graduated with the real prom and the real ceremony. graduation. Oh, yeah, that huh? was such a bummer, man. <laughs> oh, that I bet that sucked, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it is what it is now, right? You got to be in that, I'm not going to say be in that it is what it is mentality, but you're trying to be in that more disciplined, get to work mentality. Yeah, I feel like the it is what it is mentality is just all right letting stuff go by but you need to figure out the balance of what you can control and what you can't control right like if if you know that 
you don't have the actual capacity or time to devote to a certain class, just know, all right, this class isn't going to work out. Drop it and still get your money back. Yeah. But if you'd know that, like, this class is easy, but you're just procrastinating, you have to actually get off of whatever you're doing and actually be like, okay, I need to study for this tomorrow and so on and so forth. But it's hard, man. I get you. Yeah, there's just, there's just so tough. many distractions, bro. Yeah. Especially, I, like, how social media just tries to, like, keep you on it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, it just gives you, like, new information. Yeah, new, new information. and keeps your attention for yeah. as long as possible. No, and yes, it's tough. Yesterday, it took me a whole day <laughs> to write a whole, to write a five-page paper. A whole fucking day because of distractions. Yeah. And you, usually, I'm not like that. Uh-huh. You know me. I'm not like that. But, like... I was at home. Usually, I write my papers at school. When I'm at home, like there's so many other distractions that go along with it. So to me, I turned it into like eleven, eleven thirty. It was there at eleven fifty nine. You dumbass. <laughs> you idiot, dude. But How's, uh, you do electrical engineering, right? Mechanical. Mechanical engineering. How's that, yeah. dude? It's fucking okay. Is it so tough? I st- I went into college declaring mechanical and en- uh, electrical engineering. Yeah, and then. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, fuck, this is getting harder. And this is only my second semester. I was like, fuck it. No, I'm changing. And then, um, like, I start taking material engineering or mechanical engineering. It's going not too bad. But then we start getting into, like, the harder classes and stuff. So right now what I'm doing is pushing off the harder classes and taking all the electives to see, okay... Maybe if I take the electives and I do maybe switch majors again, as long as I got certain electives done, that'll be that'll be sick. But I don't know, man. <coughs> you're not you're not set on it, dude. I don't know. Like, I thought I was, but uh, I don't know. Like my my hopes for this kind of thing, this idea was different, and that's how it is. Stuff changes, right? To like. When I, when I was in my senior year of high school, my plan or my idea, right, was like, okay, I'll do robots and I'll in, in like the medical field, right? I was like, oh, fucking sick, dude, I can do that. That's easy. I'm good at this, this, and this, right? And then I get to college and like, I take all the, all the robotics classes, which were only two. And then I start getting more into electrical engineering and I'm like, I hate this. I hate this coding stuff, dude. It sucks. So then I was like, you know what? I'll switch it up. I don't have to go into like coding robots or anything. And then I won't go into the med- like medical field at all. I'll just go into like building them and designing them. And then now I'm just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't know about that either. Like I was like, I was like, yeah, it would be fun, but they're making me do all this extra shit for stuff that I thought it was just going to be that. But it, I mean, change, change is inevitable, dude. Like, just the one thing I have learned in these past two, three years is nothing goes as planned. Nothing goes as planned, and it's it's tough. Like it's hard. My my mindset and mentality three years ago was not the same that it is now. Do you feel like you're? Do you feel like you're a different person? I feel like I'm, and like you guys have known me. You've known me since uh, my my sophomore year, your freshman year, right? And he's known me since I was a kid, like since we were in kindergarten. So I feel like me compared to when Geo first met me. Obviously, I've changed from then, 
But even from like a shorter time since you've known me, I've changed a lot more. And even shorter than that, even from senior year, from the last time you saw me to then in college again, that's it's been it's changed even more. Right or wrong? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. 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 And I know Gio's That's very true. Yeah. (laughs) Gio thinks it too because he tells me all the time. But it's because I mean, I you can't stay with the same mindset. You can't stay with the same idea like forever. Like there's certain ideas and mindsets that I had that were more like family oriented and like happiness and religion and all that like three years ago. And now it's like like I took a a 180 180 dog (laughs) i went i didn't go back but i went left field like i'm like "Mm, okay maybe like family can wait you know religion is maybe not the the best thing to focus a lot on and stuff like that but i've been focusing more on well we actually talked uh, i talked about it today in my philosophy class it's called um storky no fuck dude (coughs) I forget what it's called. Does it start with like stories? Something? St- stoic. Is it like stoicism? Stoicism. Yeah. That's what it's <laughs> fucking called. Stoicism. And and I okay, so what I didn't plan on taking philosophy, but I was like, you know what, fuck it, it sounds fun, I'll take it. And this class has gotten me like writing papers in one sitting. I, I write like a three page paper in like two hours, maybe three. Right? And I'll just submit it and I get like over a 95 or uh, 85 and i'm like hey that's a good enough grade for me what um class is it like what's the name of it uh so it's intro to philosophy 1000 with patrick yarnell no you haven't took him yeah. yeah but like we were talking about that today and i found like that philosophy that idea very appealing it didn't really revolve around god it didn't really revolve around a religion it just revolved around the idea of people and them thinking both logically and ethically. Yeah. Right? And, um, like, the textbook definition of it, I, th- I have it right here. I looked it up, actually. <laughs> but the textbook definition of it is, like, um, it has to do with, so, going through pain. And, oh, actually, it's right here. Hold up. Give me a second. That textbook definition, like, I looked this up. The, um... The endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. Right? So how how long, how much, how hard you you can go while going through all this pain, while going through all this hardship, and going through all this without really bringing back, like, or showing off those feelings of just pain and discomfort and stuff. Push it down. Push it down. Push what down? The pain. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) This isn't pushing it down. This is just like, like, for example, if I had like a bad day at work, right? And I I came here to record like with you guys after, I'm not going to come here and be like, yo, fuck work, fuck the supervisor, fuck this, fuck that, right? No, I'll just be like, all right, put that aside. That's my own shit. I'm just going to be virtuous, think about what's going on now, and... Like, nobody's at fault, so why would I take it out on you guys? Mm-hmm. It's not about pushing feelings down, GL, okay? It's like managing them. It's like, yeah, yeah, managing them, knowing how to control them, and knowing when to talk about them, right? And that's I feel like that's what a lot of people try to do, right? Try to compose themselves, but whatever happens out there, 
you tend to bring back into your house or bring back into your area or your environment and then you just fuck with everybody around you right and that i i personally really appeal to that idea because i find that something that if a lot of people did it would be everything every environment everything around us would be a lot better right like yeah i do believe in you know pain hardship feelings emotion and all that but a lot of the a lot of the mistakes a lot of the stuff that happens nowadays are impulse emotion actions right a lot of jobs are lost on emotion a lot of relationships are ruined on emotion a lot of reputations are ruined on emotion just impulses of emotion right yeah and if people learn how to control that learn how to you know think logically ethically about hey is is what i'm feeling right now something that has always been there is it going to continue being there should i end this now or is it just something that happened five minutes ago i'm overreacting i'm taking i'm letting emotion cloud my judgment and then doing something that i'll later then regret so so it's kind of like saying like if you're if you're mad don't say you hate someone if you're sad don't say you miss someone yeah exactly exactly right because if i like i said if i come in here and i had a bad day at work and i was like you know what i don't feel like recording today that and then like in a week i'm like damn we should have recorded that day yeah like i could control that so why didn't i Mm -hmm. right learn how to control the things you can't control that's what we were talking about like five minutes ago Learn how to control the things you can control. And everything you can't, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in like negativity spreads like more negativity. Yeah, that's that's yeah. something big, right? I, I'm not the type to be like, oh, I don't uh, I don't accept these negative this negative energy or whatever. No, but like if you're being negative towards me, if you come up all up in my grill and you're like disrespecting me and shit, I'm going to disrespect you. Right, I'm going to play a certain way. I'm going to do a certain way because that's what you're giving off to me. Right, Like this Sunday, I got almost got into a fight, a, a soccer game, but that's because they started it. Well, that's what you say all the time. <laughs> it is. Ask him. I used to play with them all the time. I play oh. clean enough until they start something. Right? If you're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're, if you're fucking with my players and then you can't take it, bro, come on. Don't do it in the first place. Right? But yeah, no. Negative energy attracts more negative energy. And that's something I feel like we should change. And it's I'm not saying change it overnight or change it in a year or I expect you to change it in a year. No, like mindsets, ideas, plans change. Always, always, always. Are you ever scared of the future? No. And you want to know why? Why? Because I... It, like, whatever happens, it's going to happen, dude. Like, wh- whatever happens is going to happen, right? Like, it, if I don't wake up tomorrow, it's it's a mystery, honestly, what happens tomorrow. Do you no. believe, like, it's for a reason? Ah, uh, that's hard, dude, because that, that it's for a reason thing. There's certain, certain things that I, yeah, fuck yeah, it was for a reason or whatever. Or, like, mm, what I don't believe in is that destiny shit. I don't believe in that destiny shit. Like, oh, uh, God put this here and was like, oh, here. No, you work for like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God dropped $10,000 here and I found these $10,000. Well, 
or uh, or manifesting stuff. I manifest $30,000 in my bank account tomorrow. No, dude, go out there, work for it. It's all about work. What's Put, manifesting? Like, like, what is that? So, like speaking it into existence. Yeah, like speaking it into existence. But you just say it over and over again? Or? Basically, like, like nowadays, it's all about that shit. Oh, I manifest a good man, a good family, a good job by 2022. But if you just sit there and wait for it to come, that's not going to do you shit. Manifest, I do manifesting shit and like that destiny shit pisses me off. That, uh, what, what you just said, uh, I forget what you just said before the manifesting and the destiny. Um, it, oh, what, what was it, dude? Fuck, I forgot. What did he say? Something there for a reason. Uh, yeah, it was oh, like, yeah. it's meant yeah. for a reason. I do believe in that, right? Because, like, let's say, especially like, let's say we didn't get that Kansas thing. Because obviously there's different stuff in turn, right? If I like, let, if we did go to Kansas, you wouldn't be who you're with right now in a relationship. You wouldn't be studying what you're studying right now, and we wouldn't be sitting here recording this podcast. Yeah, it's for like everything happens. Yes, for a reason. But that manifesting shit, I, that pisses me off, dude. Yeah. Oh, I manifest a good job by 2022, and then you sit there and don't look for the job, don't train for the job, don't. Like you gotta do it. Yeah, besides you, just like talking. About you gotta it. Yeah. fucking do it. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, I'm gonna get it, but then go out and get it, and then kind of just like, cause like if you start saying I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it, or I'm gonna pass the test, I'm gonna pass the test and study for the test and kind of get in that mental idea that you are gonna do it, and you'll do it, right? I am gonna run a seven minute mile, and I train. I am gonna run a seven minute train, 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 and you get to that, and you feel great about it. But if you're like I'm gonna run a seven minute mile. And then stuff your face with chips. And, you, and then don't go on a run. What do you expect in like two, three months to go on a run and you're going to run a seven-minute mile? It doesn't happen like that. We ain't got superpowers. Yeah. And so that manifesting shit that pisses me off, dude. I hate that. But if you can back it up with work, go ahead. But that the idea of things happen for a reason, I believe in that actually 100%. Because, like, like I said, nothing's fine. So, what do you think about like, like free will versus like everything's like predetermined kind of shit? Oh no, it's free will. Like hundred percent. I I think our like our my religion likes to say everything is planned by the the higher up, the power higher up. Yes, but it kind of makes me doubt certain things. So I really don't believe that that in that plan thing. Right. Yeah, I might plan to go to the gym tomorrow, right, right out of work, but something might happen and I don't go. Right. Or I might plan to drive somewhere and something might happen and I don't I don't drive to that place. But then if I would have driven to that place, I would have gotten in an accident. So it's kind of it's hard because those those things do connect and it's hard. Right. That um if it like if it happens then it happens it was bound to happen and that planning thing yeah they connect a little bit like you can't say they don't right if it happens yeah. then it was bound to happen and if it was in the future then hey there's nothing we can do about it but i don't i don't believe in that plan stuff no it's pretty much just uh the moment the only moment that's real is the moment that's happening right now yeah it's like the only thing you have control over exactly yeah. the last 30 minutes, 40 minutes that just passed, those are gone. Just right? like that. <laughs> anything anything that happened back then, it's not like I can go back and change anything. Yeah. 
right? And anything that happens in the future, I only have control over what happens maybe in the next hour, right? But like, let's say I leave here and God forbid I get in, a, in an accident, right? I had no control over that, right? So try to, instead of worrying too much about the future and dreading on the past, just live in the present. And if you live in the present correctly, then you don't have to dread on the past or worry about the future if you think about it. Yeah, I know there's like a boxer, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm, okay. And yeah, he was talking about how like he doesn't even watch his like old fights. Yeah. Because he's just like entirely about like living in the present. Yeah. He doesn't even like think at all about the past. I, I think I have seen the video actually. Yeah. And it's it's a great like it's a great mindset, a great way of thinking. And one that I that I do uh think about a lot and it might be like not corny, just old, is uh have you guys seen Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What <laughs> what Master Ugwe said to Poe sticks with me to this day. Deep. <laughs> Deep, dog. What did he say, Gio? I don't know. Like he said a lot of things. No, he when he the last thing he said to Poe about the past, present, and the future. There are no Ugwes. Master accident. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he said, um, Fuck, he said, the past is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, okay. and that is, that's why it's called the present, right? Holy shit. You guys don't remember <laughs> that? No, but like, now, like, I'm listening to it, like, holy shit. Yeah, dude, and that stuck with me to this day, like, I'm like, shit, that's fucking, that's facts, right? Yeah, yesterday was history, the last... 40 minutes have been our history now. Tomorrow's a mystery, but today is a gift. You woke up today, you're here today, you're doing this today. So welcome it as if it were a present, because it, it is. Just like accept everything that's happening in the current moment. Exactly, right? Yeah, like plan, but plan maybe for like tomorrow or the next week. Don't plan five years from now. Don't plan 10 years from now. You can have, like, a whole plan, and then, like, and in then a month, there's something completely shit. different. Yeah, even in a change. month. Yeah. Exactly. Like, on it, I'm, I'm going to tell you this straight up right now. Gio and I didn't think that in December of this year, we would we would be doing this. And that was very true. Right. This was last minute. This was, like, we, we were, like, let's fucking do this in, what, October? No, in August. In August. And look at us now in December. And and we don't we don't plan guests like like months in advance. No. We plan guests like a week in advance or like a couple it? days in advance, yeah. dude. Because we're like, okay, cool. We looks like looks like we'll able to we'll be able to record this day. Let's get a guest, right? But like what now? What I think is try to just plan for a couple days, right? Because that planning for five years, planning for your future stuff. The fu- No, the future doesn't scare me, but I know shit will change. So why would I plan for something and not, like, not get it, not, it's not certain or whatever? Yeah, I remember um, I listened to, like, this podcast where this, like, military guy was getting interviewed. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, um, during the time it would take us to plan, like the enemy has already moved on to like the entirely different position. Exactly. So now the entire fucking like plan is you got to change the garbage. plans. Yeah. So that's why he has. He was like, as we did things like on the spot, like on the move, mm-hmm. and we try not to plan so much because in that time you're planning, like you know everything changes. Yeah, and it's hard because you can either be in the 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 guy who plans or the guy who lives. Right. Yeah. Maybe the guy who plans can have like a better structured future and like he knows and he plans correctly and stuff like that. But the guy who lives has a more fulfilling life right then and there. The guy who plans might have a more fulfilling life later, but they're living two different lives. One's living in the moment. One's living in the future, which hasn't even happened yet. So when you think about people whose lifestyle is like to go to college and then like get a career and then like have a family and they already have like that kind of plan versus that, someone who just kind of like parties and like takes it day by day. I hate those kind. Well, I'm a hypocrite. Okay. Well, not really a hypocrite. Cause like I don't go just live my life. Yes. Like I, I work, I learn, I, I put my head down and I like work for my future. Yeah. But I, I try to live in the moment as best I can, but that like I go to, that following that cookie cutter storyline that go to school, get a, get a degree, get a career, find a family, like work that same job for the rest of your life. I hate that. Is, <laughs> and like work under somebody and then eventually work your way up or whatever. That's, I hate, I hate that kind of flow, that kind of idea, that kind of path. I hate that path. But because I can't find anything right now, that's, basically the path that i'm going like right now but i mean until something comes up until something really changes then maybe it'll change but my mindset on it yeah no that's i hate that plan so uh, i hate it yeah also uh, i believe in uh you can't control like what happens to you Mm -hmm. you can control your reaction to it It, exactly bro exactly and if a lot of more people did like that, lived like that, a lot, a lot of stuff would be different. Yeah, I was, I always like thought like, why isn't like philosophy taught in like middle in, like, school, middle like, school, elementary school, like, school? Get kids to think like logically. Oh, it would help a lot of people out. It, yeah, but then it would also bring a lot of bring a, a burden, controversy, and just a lot of pissed parents. Because I have noticed this that I've been taking philosophy this semester. It takes your idea of religion and it questions it and then it gives you more power to the person yeah to think more freely to think more as a solo person than a follower do you think religions like try to like contain people and like their their mindsets religion's a hundred percent a followed base idea you follow one certain thing or like a one certain kind of idea certain uh, rules commandments or whatever right and that's what religion does it's just kind of containing a someone's or a, a group of people's idea and sometimes that's all they know and they feel like they've reached enlightenment or they reached heaven or utopia or whatever it every religion it's different yeah like i i was catholic <laughs> Well, was Catholic. I still, I still consider myself a Catholic. But, um, 
it was just all I knew, like the only religion exactly, I knew yeah. until I got to college. And then like now I just started taking Buddhism. And mm-hmm. I'm like, holy crap, like this is like, you know, completely everything, like against everything that I've ever known. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it really is more power to yourself because um you just learn so much more, I feel like. You learn so much more about just your well, not just yourself, but like people and the actual idea of the that following mentality. Cause like Ever since day one, there's been groups of people that have always followed a higher power, a higher type. If it was either uh, Greek gods, Roman gods, like Buddhist, whatever, um, actual an actual like God, Jesus, right? Um, whatever the Russians think their God <laughs> is, but it's just they're just followers. You're just following an idea, following a book following rules following and then hopefully re uh, like reach what whatever that religion's enlightenment or utopia or heaven is right and yeah like you said all i've known is being catholic and i was like okay with it like i was like yeah i'm catholic i will be catholic to the day i die or whatever and then like you kind of open your mind to other possibilities that are not religion wise and you're just you're just like oh shit maybe i'm just i've been a follower my whole life and the one time i get tested i'm like okay yeah maybe i shouldn't follow you open your eyes <laughs> yeah yeah and i that, mean that's what philosophy does to you yeah i that's think like it does to you uh, one thing that I really liked about Buddhism is, you know how, like, in Christianity, it's always, like, oh, if you need to, like, ask God for help. Mm-hmm. Or uh, uh, God, I will doing give that. You, God will give you strength. Dude, you know I, I, mean? I stopped doing that. Like, asking asking God, and he'll, like, if you ask God, he'll give it to you and stuff. I stopped yeah. doing that. Yeah. Because, um, oh, uh, yeah. But Buddhism, like, what I was reading from it, it's, like, one of its, like, uh, fundamental principles or whatever is like self refuge. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like everything that you need to like better yourself is already in you. Okay. And when I read that, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like <laughs> I don't need to like be asking like be asking God me. or a higher power to like help me out in the situation or give me answers. Like mm-hmm. it's telling me all you need to do is like look in yourself. Gotcha. And I don't know. That was just like mind changing for me. Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Like. You you expect you ask God, oh I want this, I want this, I want this, right? And then in return you have to be good all the time and stuff like that. It's it's a give and take, give and take, give and take. But why are you gonna ask for something and give something if whatever you need, whatever you're asking for, you've all you've had all along. That power, that discipline, that idea. You just haven't got gotten to it yet. And it gets tough. It gets hard to think about it like that. And it does like test your religion. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. But I mean if you can balance it, I guess, kind of yes, I do believe in heaven, but that gives me more of like happiness to know that when I die I will go to a happy place. And then and then when it comes to that following stuff, just be like, No, I think freely by my own, but it just keeps me happy to know that I believe that I will be happy after I die or whatever. Yeah, when it comes to like now, like being a Catholic, I like I like certain things about 
you know, Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other things, I'm just like, that's yeah, not, there's a lot like of... the whole like uh, gay thing. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. like, let people be themselves. <laughs> like that's just my standpoint. You know. Yeah, that's but one of then the biggest ones. Catholics are like, but I like how they like, just like the basic principles of it. You yeah. know, like don't kill other people. Well, or those are just morals. Yeah, but I like how it's just kind of like I don't know. It makes those like really serious. Gotcha. Okay. I guess. Got it. Got it. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I'm not gonna cap with you. Yes, I do think of those things as to be useful in certain in certain ways. Um, but if you think about it, those are just morals. Like, what's stopping you from just coming in here and just killing everybody? <laughs> A commandment. Yeah, I guess it is morals. Yeah, so yeah. you got to think morally and logically. All right, if I want to be a good person, if I am, if I want to show that I am a good person, I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna steal. I'm not gonna whatever, right? And then they kind of just twist up those morals a little bit, and then they add go to church, um, and like requirements. Yeah, the like it's more requirements on how to get to heaven. Rather than just be good. Yeah, I don't I don't like the whole hell thing, honestly. Like, I don't like wherever that. there's a heaven, there's going to be a hell. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, if anything, I just seems kind of like punishment to people who like don't believe. Yeah, who, or who've lost lost that kind of control of what like, they can like do. Like purgatory? No, no he's just like, just like straight up hell. Yeah, well, he's like, oh. he's like saying, he's like saying he doesn't like the idea of if you do something wrong, you're going to hell, right? And mistakes are nothing like, yes, we can control, but it, like it's bound to happen. Yeah. We can't be all perfect, all good all the time, mm-hmm. right? And, oh, if you do this, if you do that, you're going to hell. Da, da, da. What? What? Right? No. Yes, I do believe wherever there is a good, there's an evil. Yeah, but like, no, like how about you just... All right, cool. Just be a good person. This happened. That's fine. It happened. Right? Okay, whatever. But it it's like contradictory, right? Oh, if you do this, um you're going to go to hell, but then he's like, "Oh, God loves all of his ch- children and he doesn't judge." Well, if he judges, then why is there a, that idea of hell? Like if he does come to judge or whatever, and those those that were judged negatively, like what happens to them? So yeah, like I have heard a lot of stuff about the Bible being controversial and shit like that, right? But one thing that I did see is this guy was like, this guy's a historian, right? And he's like, I only believe in the things that have been documented. Has God been Jesus been documented? Have, is there a picture of him rising some like raising someone from the dead? Is there a video of him putting his hand over a blind man and then that man being able to see again? No. These are just stories passed down by stories written down in a book that we do, don't even know who wrote the book. Yeah, we know he's not alive and he's like that's what I believe in. I believe in stuff that's documented with actual real documentation. I was like, fuck, man. So how do you how do you think it's the world would have crazy. been like without religions? Uh, I wouldn't say chaotic. 
because it's still chaotic even with religions like there's a lot of shit going on yeah. out there that people just don't know about right but without religions there would be really i think i think there'd be like a loss of like purpose for for some people there's loss of purpose loss of focus loss of loss of control right it's it's crazy cuz like religion you wouldn't think it would be that kind of government kind of focusing keeping everybody in check and oh no it's a religion keep government and religion separate but enforcing religion keeping people happy with certain religions and stuff like that kind of keeps people in check and i think that's like where morals like kind of come from and not honestly religion that's where they're born for sure that's where they're adapted to other people and that's how it gets around because like what stopped your parents from becoming satanist and teaching you like killing is is, <sighs> is, is okay yeah. right and you grew up thinking that and then all right cool those are your morals to you, that's okay, but to me, that's not. So, exactly, like, what's stopping us, stopping your parents or stopping anybody from creating a completely new religion that revolves around completely new morals, and now, now, rights, the right stuff can be wrong, and vice versa. Like, what's to say that the Ten Commandments just change, and now, uh, you, you have to go to church on Tuesdays? Instead of Sundays, or or whatever, right? And then people, oh, well, if the Pope or whatever changed it, I guess that's okay. And yeah. now, now whatever's right is wrong now. Just because someone said, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, everyone's right is different. Yeah. Like, Every across the world. Mm -hmm. Everyone just, like, believes what they think is the right thing. Yeah, and to them and it's right, but to other people could be wrong. It's, like, completely different to other people. Yeah, it's like that's evil, and then what he believes is evil. He thinks that like what you think is evil, <laughs> and that's that's crazy to me, dude. That is because our religion or Christianity is one of like the biggest ones in the world, but it's it just follows be a good person and you shall. The main idea of it is what be a good person and you shall rise to heaven, right. And then they, they stick in all these other ideas of just, oh, you don't do this, don't do this, confess yourself, da 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 da, -da. Right, do this with, the wi with wine and, and this with bread, and you're doing this correctly, and you will then go to heaven, right? But the ultimate idea is just be, be good, and you will be compensated. I feel like you really don't like the whole like structure of the church. <laughs> like, I don't like. I I feel like you don't like how it tells you to do all these things. I do, dude. I hate being order. told what to do. That's why I hate being. That's why my idea of like finding a job, working under somebody. I hate that. I hate working under somebody, following instructions, like following the the concept of what a church of what church or oh, not church, but a religion is. I hate. I don't like it. And it's weird because, like, I mentioned it to my professor, and he was like, "That's interesting. You're you're religious, but you hate your religion." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> but it's not like I can just like it, like being Catholic kind of gives me all right, cool. It gives me morals. It gives me all right. There's gonna be there's gonna be a heaven out there, 
if I'm, I stop being Catholic and just choose nothing and I'm just like, when I die, it's lights out, then what's stopping me from just dying right now if it is just going to be lights out? Right? So it's hard. I do, yeah, like you're right. I don't like the structure of it. I don't like the the rules, the commandments, the kind of, you have to follow these rules to get into heaven. Like, what? And then all this, you know. Just like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, controversial stuff is yeah. is really annoying. But, I mean, it's not like I've I've looked into other religions either. So I wouldn't know. Uh, that, Buddhism, that Buddhism one doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, but I know there's a, there's um uh what's it called? The the main Buddhist like knowing dude. Am the, I thinking about Buddhism Buddha? or Muslim? <laughs> um well isn't it like Islam? It's like Muhammad. E, not like, Muhammad, uh what's his name? Do you know his name? I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like the, the great like for us it's the Pope. And then for them it's um Mm, the all-knowing fuck what's his name dude i don't know but the idea of just oh this guy has is known god or whatever for his whole life so that gives him the authority to be the pope and change rules and ideas in this religion what what i could have lied about that my whole life <laughs> what stops me what's stopping me from becoming the pope <laughs> but uh, i mean it's it's my word against millions and millions of others. So it's not like I can go up and be like, yo, what the hell is this? What are we actually doing with our lives, with these ideas, with these morals, with these this judgment thing? What what? Yeah. You're saying you're saying God, uh either non human being or human being, whatever, has enough emotions to judge others? And when you judge, is it based on jealousy? Is it based on... I think he's just supposed to be, like, impartial. Like, he just, like, looks at your whole life. Yeah, like, he's not really judging you. He's just... He's categorizing you. Oh, you did this, this. Check, 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 check. All right, cool, heaven. Check, check, check. All right, hell. He's not judging you. He's just putting you in certain categories of what you did with your life. But that's my spew. That's my rant (laughs) for this podcast. But... That was, oh my God, that was good. That was a good episode. Wow. Well, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to our little spew, a little rant. We want to thank Alejandro for being here. Thanks for having me on. If you want to plug anything, shout out anything, any socials. Uh, nah. Your new book, no. that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. book, Alejandro Stutz. Alejandro Stutz. <laughs> February 12th. All right, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> no, but thank you so much, dude. This yeah. was honestly really, really good conversation. Yeah, good and just to get you guys thinking on a little bit of stuff. So stay tuned. There will be more. Hope you guys have a good one. Out.